Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to Portland's Afternoon News here on FM News 101 KXL. I'm Tim Lance. Leading the news this hour, officials say Russia's aggression in Ukraine is pushing gas prices higher. So the question is, will that put more pressure on us to turn to alternatives like wind and solar? KXL's Veronica Carter takes a look. Finance professor Riley White says yes, it will. And it will also likely put pressure on U.S. oil producers to crank out more. The United States right now is the largest oil producer. We have about 20% or so of the world's production. Russia is third. They have about 11%. He says it could also encourage governments to build more wind and solar power to reduce dependence on imported fossil fuels. But as he says, that can't happen overnight. It's, it's likely this will speed it up, but at the same time, we don't have the infrastructure to switch to a completely electric tomorrow. Infrastructure takes a very long time to build out, and technological progress takes a long time to see fulfilled. White says we could also be affected by the supply of palladium from Russia used in catalytic converters, jewelry, and other items. Russia is the world's largest producer of the chemical element that is also found in South Africa and Canada. Veronica Carter, FM News 101. So the final votes have been taken on a bill that provides farm workers overtime pay. KXL's Mike Turner is following the action in Salem. Much debate went into the passage of the House bill by the Senate. The legislation establishes overtime requirements for agricultural workers after working 40 hours. Senate President Peter Courtney knew it would be a tough battle. We knew this was here. We knew it had to be solved. And I thought this could be the session that did it. The bill passed by a partisan vote in both houses. The provision to allow tax credits for farm employers was important. State of Oregon needs to do 100% for small and moderate farms for however long that takes. Republican Tim Canoe predicts he'll be back in the next session to help small family farmers survive the overtime provision for their workers. The bill is now headed to the governor. Mike Turner, FM News 101. And right now it is 4.05 on FM News 101 KXL. Oregon State and Portland State Universities lifting COVID mandates. At OSU, masks will now be optional in most settings, and proof of vaccination or negative test will no longer be required to attend any events. That is, as of March the 12th. The move by the university falls in line with the Oregon Health Authority lifting mask requirements come next week. BSU will drop their mask mandate on March 19th at the end of the winter term. Masks are still going to be required in health care and child care settings on the campuses. A man is dead after being hit by a car in southeast Portland. It happened early this morning. The driver fled the scene on Division Street near 66th Avenue. This was at about 1230. 23-year-old Dory Chit was arrested for felony hit and run. The victim hasn't been publicly identified yet. This is the 14th fatal crash of the year in the city, and it's the 8th involving a pedestrian. 
So where are all the political TV ads? KXL's Brett Recamp reports it could be a kind of social experiment that is playing out ahead of the Oregon May primary. We're seeing a few political TV spots, and you're hearing some on KXL, but with what's on the line for some of the big races, like for Oregon governor, Pacific University political analyst Dr. Jim Moore says he's a bit surprised the airwaves aren't flooded. So far, they're not short on cash. My suspicion is that they're getting the word from their consultants that social media might be the better way to go. The problem with social media is if you don't target a broad audience, you don't get all the voters. Dr. Moore says advertising on social media is very targeted and really misses a large number of people, including some older voters. He believes the campaigns will be watching these results closely and expects to see a shift back to heavy traditional television and radio ahead of the November midterm election. Brett Recamp, FM News 101. Oregon's Attorney General is announcing a major settlement with the makers of some opioid pain medication. KXL's John Eric Smith has the details. Calling it a major settlement with Purdue Pharma and its owners, the Sackler family, Oregon Attorney General Ellen Rosenblum says up to $97 million will be coming to Oregon. All of it will be used for opioid treatment and prevention. Today's announcement, part of a $6 billion national settlement, comes less than a week after the approval of another opioid settlement between states, Johnson & Johnson, and three drug distributors. In her statement, the attorney general says the Sackler family profited while thousands of Oregonians got addicted and died. John Eric Smith, FM News 101. And I'm Tim Lance. This is Portland's Afternoon News. It's 4.09 on FM News 101 KXL. Coming up at 4.16, Love on the Rocks. After a husband suggests to his wife a solution for their infertility issues that left her stunned, she says, and Reddit users doing a double take. Then the president says sanctions on Russia are working, but the aggression continues. We're going to take a closer look at that as a part of the five things that you need to know today. That comes up at 419. Stay connected to Portland's Afternoon News here on FM News 101 KXL. Welcome back to Portland's Afternoon News. I'm Tim Lance here on FM News 101 KXL. And Jeff, apparently not all is well with a couple who have been having trouble having a baby, getting pregnant, right? Right. So let me give you a little bit of background on this thing. The couple decided that they were going to look into surrogacy, according to the wife's Reddit post. And, you know, they were pretty happy, as you might imagine, when her younger sister, who was reportedly about 30 years old, agreed to be the surrogate. In other words, she was going to carry the baby for them. Mm So their original plan was to implant one of the wife's fertilized eggs through two vitro fertilization, or through, I should say, the vitro fertilization procedure. But that's kind of pricey. In fact, they say it would have cost them about $30,000. So you're following me so far, right? Yeah. Okay. This is where, though, the story takes an interesting turn. Because on the wife's Reddit post, she says that she was left shocked and devastated. I'm doing that in air quotes. After her husband suggested that he have sex with her sister instead so that they could save time and money. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. (laughs) So Uh, that didn't go over so well, as you can imagine. In fact, um, not only was her response not good, but online on on Reddit, Uh a lot of people very supportive of her and basically (laughs) telling them, you're a jerk. Uh, One person wrote, uh, there is a huge red flag here. 
It is time now for the five things you need to know today. Number five. A Disney icon is being transformed to celebrate Women's History Month. For the first time ever, the Mickey Mouse floral arrangement at the park's entrance, you've probably seen it, it's going to be changed to Minnie Mouse. Disneyland's horticulture specialists saying that Minnie Mouse is just as iconic as her boyfriend of 93 years, and it was time to get her into the spotlight. Number four. The Peace Corps will redeploy its volunteers later this month after suspending operations and evacuating its members during the COVID pandemic. Volunteers will now re-enter service using a phased approach. Zambia and the Dominican Republic will be the countries the Peace Corps volunteers will travel to first. Number three. The appeals process regarding an order for Trump family members to sit down for depositions is being accelerated. The depositions are in regards to the civil investigation into the Trump organization. Attorneys for the Trump family and the New York Attorney General's office have agreed to hold off on the depositions until a decision is reached on the appeal. Number two. A former Kentucky officer has been found not guilty of wanton endangerment as a part of the raid that killed Breonna Taylor. Brett Ankinson testified that he fired 10 times because he thought two other cops were being executed. He was charged with endangering neighbors by firing those shots. Number one. President Biden today says new sanctions on Russia are having a profound, a profound impact. The goal was to maximize the impact on Putin and Russia and minimize the harm on us and our allies and friends around the world. He also says the sanctions will further squeeze Russia's economy, and he claims the newly sanctioned individuals are, quote, cronies of Russian President Vladimir Putin. And those are the five things that you need to know today.